everybody, and welcome back to Phantopological, the podcast that explores the breadth of human fandom. My name is Nick G, and I am joined today by my two best friends, Nick T. Hello. And Nick Z. Ahoy, ahoy. Today, in our new series format, we are going to be trying to answer the question, is it okay to be a fan of something bad? Gee, I'm going to stop you right there. And I'm going to ask, what the, what the heck do you mean by bad things? There's like, it's fandom. There's no bad things in fandom. I mean, you can say that. <laughs> I mean, are there any fans of of the of Game of Thrones left, Ooh. or was that or was that uh, was that minefield uh, yeeted as soon as the last episode dropped? Okay, all right, point made. <laughs> it does kind of feel like that's a pretty empty fandom right now until the next book comes out. Yeah, I'm sure The Witcher kind of filled in the space a tiny little bit. But oh, um, okay, now, th- now that there's kind of an example to seed my imagination, I'm mm-hmm, going to go mm-hmm. out on a limb and boldly proclaim that, yes, it's absolutely fine. It's absolutely okay to be a fan of bad things because I think if there's one thing that I've learned as being a fan of things is that I've spent far too long of my life repressing the urge to embrace that. And if you love something and it's terrible, <laughs> you should still absolutely love it. Now, this, com- this comes from like the deep recesses of my heart is where I thought of this question. As you, as you all well know, the podcast we have on this network, I'm a huge fan of Doctor Who and about half of it is bad. <laughs> <laughs> like there's so many, there's so many shows that I watch where it's like every episode is great and it tells a great story and all the acting is great. And it's like, man, that's fantastic. And then I turned to Doctor Who, which is has about a fifty percent hit rate. And I was like, why do I love this? Because I'm I'm usually I'm, I'm usually very with the crowd on like critical acclaim and things like that. And Doctor Who we- veers wildly from episode to episode between like a D minus and a and a B plus uh, a lot of the time. And I'm still there. And I'm like, could it be better? Could but could could my 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 content that I'm consuming be of a higher quality, and is that important? I mean, <laughs> you're kind of a fan of what you're a fan of. <sighs> like Doctor Who is such a strange example because if you're looking for something consistent, you know you're not going to get it there. But if you love the highs, and that is kind of shade your eyes when there are the lows, <laughs> Doctor Who can be a lot of fun. It's a wild ride. Yeah, and I I don't want to turn this to talk about Doctor Who. Um, <laughs> Because we already have a whole podcast about that. Oh, yeah. But, but like, it does inform your, you know, possible fandom. Because how else do you get onto new things other than hearing about good things about them? Mm-hmm. Or something that's brand new. I, I think that in some cases, being a fan of, of we're not going to, let's, let's not pick on Doctor Who. You're, you're right. Let's not pick on Doctor Who. I'm going to pick something that I enjoy, that I'm a fan of, and I'm not afraid to say that it's absolutely terrible i'm gonna say that i'm a fan i'm sorry i'm not gonna say that i am i am a fan of family guy and it's terrible it's bad there's tons of really mean jokes that are not funny but i laugh um whether for whatever reason i i can't avoid it i i enjoy it and at the same time family guy in its whole referential style of comedy can occasionally enlighten me as to other things that I might enjoy. Not be 
not necessarily because they go super deep into them, but you know, the series takes no small steps in referencing tons of other media series and probably things that I haven't seen or using a less mean example, the Simpsons, the Simpsons is reference all sorts of media, a, sh- a movie that I hadn't seen until much later. And possibly you introduced me to G uh, it's a mad, 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 <laughs> mad world. There's, there's about four and I, without a doubt, introduced you to that movie. <laughs> yeah. And when I saw a parody of that on the Simpsons, I didn't even know that it was referencing a thing. But once I knew that it was referencing a thing along with the cowboy falling off of a, a plane, there's just like a million little references like that. And um, yeah. I, th- I think that one redeeming factor of some bad things is that they reference good things and yeah. people that enjoy those things. People that enjoy Doctor Who probably know these references and can say, oh, that's inspired by this. Mm-hmm. And then maybe you have something better to watch. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not bad. It's a potential stairway to other maybe better things. I mean, there's the other metaphor of like, okay, so things that are bad some of the time mirror life where you're hoping for a good episode, but sometimes you get a bad episode. Yeah, that's life. I mean, you can you can spend your time watching only the highest rated, most like superlative sort of shows. But uh, it sounds maybe ex- exhausting because it's like I feel like there's an there's an aspect of like like an obligation of loyalty, especially when something's not that good. And I'm not talking about liking bad stuff ironically, like watching bad movies on purpose. I think that's a different fandom entirely. But just like so- something that that like sort of the zeitgeist has deemed like of of not a high quality, like cats. Ah. Oh man. <laughs> The, fa- the fandom that that movie will generate will be so fierce. Like, it's going to be like a weird inside out Rocky Horror sort of thing. Man, oh man. It makes me want to go see some cats. You see? <laughs> well, I mean, like, I don't, I, I enjoy a bad movie here, a bad movie there. Your, your Phantoms of the Paradise, your Buckaroo Banzai. Uh, across the eighth dimension, I think is a subtitle, but I don't enjoy them ironically. I enjoy them sincerely. <laughs> I enjoy them because they're like great examples of people making stuff that's just super full of energy and like in some cases these super ambitious ideas that they don't have to budget or maybe maybe the talent in some department or other to actually accomplish. But it's just really fun to see them play out. I think there can be something beautiful in that that you, that. Some people will just see something in in a in a piece of media that no one else sees, mm-hmm. and that thing has them like bonded to that that show or whatever it is, like like nothing else, despite the fact that it's otherwise quote not good. Yeah, I mean, if it's one person, where does that leave the fandom? I mean, the idea is it would be a, more than one person, but statistically, like a low amount of right. people overall. <laughs> right, your one thousand raving fans. They'll just be very disparate, spread out across the globe, thousand. For some reason, that reminds me a lot of the sort of back end of the second season of Twin Peaks, after the murder is solved and all the the weird side stories come out. <laughs> it seems like everybody, and maybe this works with other uh, media where, you know, part of it isn't great, but then it gets good again. And it seems like everybody who is a Twin Peaks fan kind of has their favorite parts of those of those bad episodes in the end of season two, and also parts that they absolutely loathe. 
but like there's that sort of cathartic feeling of you know like finding somebody who also really hates the little nicky thing or can't stand the benjamin horn south versus north kind of strange <laughs> civil, civil war, war rewriting yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, arc that he, he has there it can be like it could be like a bonding thing in fandom, right? Absolutely. Yeah. When, it, when when you have a show that people are drawn to, but has that part or that character or that thing that's just oh we don't we don't talk about that or we don't uh, that that didn't really happen or or that that's you know that is you you have to understand about that part of the series that it's only only temporary yeah. or whatever. Yeah. It's the little brother effect, which is <laughs> a thing I just made up. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Very authoritative. Like you can't make fun of my little brother, but I can make fun of my little brother. You know what uh, I mean? When you're in it, you can make fun of it. Yeah. But when you're when you're from the outside, oh, you can't say anything bad about the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't get it. Something that just kind of dawned on me too is that possibly with the little brother theory, we're we're, we're talking about things is is it okay to be a fan of bad things that already assumes that things are universally bad because just because like okay if if we're talking about game of thrones yes people were not a big fan of the ending but there are lots of other things where you could say that this is bad but lots of people love it there are probably i don't have a good example that comes to mind right now but let's just think of anime generically and there are lots of anime that have lots of different characters in the series let's say uh, dragon ball and maybe you're not a fan of a particular character uh, like yamcha in the early series and you're like well this episode is bad because i don't like yamcha Mm -hmm. like there may be other criticisms or whatever what you see as bad is not the same as what other people see as bad and that creates different opportunities for people to bond like the the doctor who episodes that you're not a fan of or the ones that I've seen, which all happen to be Christmas specials, which also all happen yeah. to be terrible. They're yeah. um, <laughs> Maybe other people like the fact that they can do something zany and kooky and, and mix it up. <laughs> Maybe people like me who don't watch the show just don't really appreciate the genius <laughs> of it. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, it's like a feast or famine kind of thing. You're looking for the, the you know, good, good stuff breadcrumbs whereas someone coming to the show cold would be like i assume this is a good show since you like it so much and they'd be like why is this <laughs> happening now <laughs> but like when you asked because this came from deep within your heart g is is it okay to be a fan of bad things is your concern a personal concern like i don't want to watch bad things because life is short or or is it i'm worried what people will think of me for watching bad things i mean it's sunk cost fallacy with Doctor Who. I've spent too much time with it now. It's not <laughs> going anywhere. I vacillate between so many fandoms, and Doctor Who is pretty much always a constant. So I'm not looking to drop it, but just like like you can say that, oh well, you know, some like there's something out there for everyone, or like people will have different perspectives on on different shows. And while that is true, some stuff is just bad. Like I think I don't think ev- I don't think anything produced, regardless of quality, has like a well, someone will like it sort of thing. Yeah. Um, like it's not it's not like one hundred percent subjective. Um, not like not enough art is like that abstract. I mean, I mean, it, I mean, it's not heartening to to talk about a fandom and then and then the first thing people know about the thing that you love is that it's bad, or that or that they've heard how bad it is. 
I mean, it might be interesting to try, and, to try and, if someone doesn't know what it is, to sell them on the idea of the thing before they know of its reputation. But it's, it's more of a time is short sort of thing. Okay. Or, or, like, or life is short sort of thing, sorry. Like, is it worth more to you to demonstrate the kind of loyalty that you have to demonstrate to a show that is not as good as it is to be, to watch something of a higher quality? Ah, uh, well, perhaps a topic for another day, but that, that has a lot to do with, you know... Um, what really is fan culture? <laughs> and that's definitely not something we're exploring today. Oh man, stay tuned for future episodes. An interesting thing that a, a friend of mine did, kind of what you're, you're talking about, not necessarily motivated by a shortage of time, but they are a huge fan of video games and so and had collected many games on Steam. Mm-hmm. And so because they didn't want to, quote, waste time with bad games, they put them into a spreadsheet, ranked it all by Metacritic score, and then would play the games in order of highest Metacritic score. Hmm. So that, that's like taking your, uh, your let's not watch bad things or consume bad things to its natural conclusion. Yeah, you have to vet everything before you consume it, which itself takes time. Supposing that you do that, is that really what you want? Do you only want to consume the best things do you only want to watch um citizen kane and the godfather and read oh crap my literary lack of chops is showing <laughs> Inf- infinite jester war what? and peace the biggest little women yeah sure well little women um margaret atwood yeah do you want to have your your the palette of your life impacted by a bunch of opinions of people who are possibly already dead <laughs> I mean, a dead person's opinion is valid. Uh, it might might not be right, depending on the subject. Mm-hmm. But um, it's 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 hard to say. I I do think putting together a spreadsheet like that would legitimately be fun. I think I would enjoy <laughs> doing that, <laughs> if I'm honest. But it's hard to say. Like I feel like like although like you are not going to have the same views as like as like critics, mm-hmm. as professional media critics. Um, I still think it's there's we depend so much on them to find out the, what the next thing we're going to do is. There has to be some metric by which you by which you choose to consume some stuff and not other stuff before you've experienced it. Like qual- quality, obviously, can't be the only thing because you also have interests, and mm-hmm. media has to overlap with those interests. Like there has to be uh, there has to be a hook apart from it's good. I've never seen The Godfather because I'm not interested in mafia movies, <laughs> but I don't want to watch bad things and i'm not i really am not interested in the idea of watching bad things on purpose i i get why people do it but i i don't it doesn't it doesn't give me enough to want to do it like i i can't even make it through a lot of mystery science theater episodes uh, I'll, I'll enjoy me a good uh, mystery science theater every now and then space mutiny is, is way up there <laughs> it's very good <laughs> but but like uh like those movies that I, I mentioned earlier, Buckaroo Banzai and uh, Phantom of the Paradise. Unfortunately, I forget the name of the podcast, but I learned about both of them through a Doctor Who podcast. That because Doctor Who, <laughs> because Doctor Who, since it uh, came back to life in 2005, uh, has not been consistently airing. But there are all these podcasts about it everywhere. Uh, what this particular podcast would do is... They would like just shoot the shit and maybe talk about a bad movie or like some weird, bizarre 
specifically British piece of media that the rest of the world probably never saw when there wasn't Doctor Who to talk about. And the episodes about Bakru Banzai and Fan of the of the Paradise just got across that like here are these things with that are sure, maybe a little bit a little bit broken, a little bit weird, but like have all this this funky energy that like really called out to me. It in a way I would uh bring up as uh as as evidence of my point as uh, as exhibit C perhaps Aiden Chronicles for the Nintendo 64. <laughs> Critically totally panned. A lot of people really enjoyed it though because it was like this game for a console that was super limited compared to the PlayStation and its fancy CDs. Um <laughs> That nonetheless tried to emulate an entire D&D system, complete with things like if you use this this uh, magic spell that decreases somebody's speed or whatever, I think any stat, to zero, aside from their HP, that character, that monster, dead. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it's buggy as all get out. Like, you could be walking down the road and you've triggered this, 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 and this uh, thing, and the game will just crash. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course. Well, actually, taking a different tack on that, you could be a fan of a bad thing, which is totally okay, and what makes it great is that it's inspirational. You could watch bad, you can watch episodes of Doctor Who, and you can say, I'm so mad about this. I'm sorry, I'm picking on Doctor Who because <laughs> it's, you've you, you the laid table. the track, I'm just taking it. <laughs> It is to hand. Yeah. Mm. But you could be inspired. You could say this episode was bad. You know how I'm going to make it better? I'm going to write my own fic. I'm going to make fan art of stuff that's better. I'm going to be inspired to make a Doctor Who podcast. I don't know, possibly to let people know how bad it is, but probably more to talk about why you'd love it. Because Mm -hmm. I don't know, if you want to talk about things you hate all the time, then like that's good for you, but I'm not a fan. Hmm. Uh, T, complaining on the internet that things are bad is the only way to make anything better. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we know this otherwise why would people keep doing it Uh, uh, yeah but but um people can can take the thing that they're a fan of the thing that's bad and leverage it and use it for other things you could turn episodes of a bad show into writing prompts yeah so if you so choose take the premise of the episode and you know, figure out how you would get through it. There's, there's, there's um, value to be had, for sure. It just it depends. I think if if it's something that you're you consume and you kind of know that it's bad, like by your standards, you kind of know that it's bad. You could still get a lot out of it. You just have to put a little more work in. I think. I mean, going back to Aiden, there's also um, I discovered like a year ago a semi-active speedrunning community around the game. Wow. Yeah. I feel like there is a game that's really bad, but people play it anyway and possibly speedrun it. But now I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> Quap. I feel like it should be. Oh hmm? yeah, Quap is a terrible game. It's <laughs> it's it's not hard like Dark Souls. It's just hard and frustrating, and that that's it. That's the whole game, and yeah. and wildly entertaining because of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But also sometimes bad things are like. Um, this reminds me of Encyclopedia, where you 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 know you can have something that's short and well done and is very satisfying, uh, or you can have like media that's like 
popcorn. You just gobble it all up, even if it's bad and bad for you. Hmm. Be- mm-hmm. But it's because you en- you enjoy it. And that both of those are valid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, that's going to about do it for a discussion this week. If you have opinions on the subject, please do uh, email us at nick at thenixcast.com or uh, at thenixcast and literally anywhere on the internet. Um, or we in on Facebook, uh, our Fanthropological uh, page on Facebook, or at Fanthropologic on Twitter, and uh, let us know how you feel. And uh, if you want to find all the stuff you know that we that we three work on together, you can you can do so at the next cast, literally anywhere on the internet. If you want to find out what I specifically am up to, the best place to do that is to go to uh, bandcampcom air or Fragile Air Music on Instagram. Uh, where I shall be putting up songs pretty frequently. I just put a new single out entitled The Automatic Earth, so you can go check it out on Bandcamp or anywhere you listen to music. If you're interested in what I'm working on, you can also check out another NextCast production, The Zeal Archives, which is a podcast exploring the world of Chrono Trigger one bit at a time. You can check out The Zeal Archives at zealarchives.com. Relatedly, we hold an annual charity event 24 hours in length, raising money for the Alzheimer's Society of Canada, playing through Chrono Trigger, uh, which is August 8th and 9th this year. And leading up to the event, we're doing a special event, me and G. We are playing through Final Fantasy VI, raising money for a local LGBTQ plus community space called Spectrum. And you can follow our stream at twitch.tv slash the race against time. As for me, I'm doing a little bit of writing uh, at the moment. And right now I've got this translation of Beowulf available on Amazon. Any Amazon of your choice. It is Beowulf, a mostly modern verse translation by N.S.C. Zakarowitz. If you look up Beowulf, I'm sure it'll be somewhere near the top of the search results. That'll about do it for us this time on Phanthropological. Uh, We'll be back in two weeks' time. Until then, we'll talk to you next time. Goodbye, everybody.